Hey everyone, welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 138. We are your host, Phil and Darren. Today is April 6, 2016, and I'd like to just say uh, welcome to everyone out there. And of course, I'll raise my uh, mug to uh, Mama Bear himself. I think your mug's bigger than mine, but you know. God almighty, dude. Like, that's not even... Like, do you even work out, bro? Like... That's my workout right there. I uh, I do two-fisted drinking. I'll drink from my left hand as well. <laughs> of course, there's also the part of getting up and going to make it. That's the other part of my workout. Jeez, dude. That is like 64 ounces of... Goodness. I mean, you know, hey, do you got a coffee warmer so it stays warm at least? You got like a plate warmer or something? Actually, like that? yeah, my computer is so freaking hot that uh, <laughs> it's everything. No, I don't mind cold coffee, man. All right, uh, guys, it is a one thirty-eight. Uh, we told you we'd be back, and we are here. So we're doing something a little bit different today. We've done this in the past. We're going to be doing community questions and topics, which is you guys bring up questions and chat and uh we will do our best to to talk about them go in depth as far as uh we can um and sort of give it our, our opinions and thoughts on but uh some just one announcement obviously for those that missed the last podcast or uh, maybe you haven't been here for a while we do have a uh special podcast next tuesday not wednesday um, and that is for darren that guy right there and fam they're coming they're flying out to north carolina to scout the area for possible relocation. So uh, we just need, send your good vibes, Mech Bros. We need to convince the wife to just to make it happen. So uh, yeah, I just want to say uh, April 12th, it should be around 9 p.m. Eastern, but if Darren has to take a shower, then it may be around 9.44 again. So you, you know, try washing that. this thing out, man. You know Dude, how, how long it takes just to dry this? To dry? <laughs> hey, you know, do I have a different webcam than you? No, we have the same one. Why does mine look so cloudy and like... Is it your lighting? I don't know. It might be my lighting, but I'm, I'm pretty well lit. I don't know. Anyway. Yours is older than mine, so... Yeah. So, like, my webcam is cloudy because it's older, and I'm cloudy because I'm A little I'm bit grayed out, you know? I get Isn't it. that what happens? Like, is it... You... No? Anyway, yeah, yeah we're going to chill tonight. Like, totally... I mean, we had uh, topics ready to go from... Leftover from basically the town hall. Um but we and we are going to try and get Paul involved. But as some of you know, uh, Paul and I did a little bit of a, a fun Masters Challenge thing on the Prana channel right before this. Um, How many people and, got Proton? <laughs> any? Technically, Proton is the only one that killed Kill Proton. Proton. <laughs> he did that. He overheated in the match against Twinkie. So some you could say that Twinkie was putting the heat on him so much that he, you know, kind of went out of control and, and and overheated himself or whatever. But yeah, um, Twinkie was a, at least got the closest uh, to taking him out, and technically he won. So Twinkie won a mech of his choice. He took the he won the uh, Warhammer, the the Black Widow. Nice. So yeah, we're gonna do more of those. Uh, in fact, just kind of off topic. Um, Phil and I are working with uh, PGI to, you know, develop their streaming channel as well as ours, you know, um, and the and the content that's being streamed. Um, you know, if you guys have liked the the creative streams that have been happening with Jaunty and Lauren uh, recently, uh, Phil and I worked really hard to, you know, make sure that that got brought to the attention and and got a chance out there. And it seems like people are really digging it, and and the numbers are really good. 
um, these Masters Challenge, other stuff. We're going to have a lot of fun with that channel as well as our channel. Um, and, and you guys can ask as far as like questions, it's totally up to you. It can be gameplay, it can be NGNG questions, it can be working for PGI questions. Um, but I am going out to, hey, Brownie. You're going to see that Brownie soon, huh? She's adorable. My daughter can't wait. Anyway, I'm going to be going out to Phil's next week. As he said, I'll be spending the entire week in North Carolina. My family's checking it out as a possibility for a place for us to move within the next couple few months. If that happens, then there's a whole bunch of things that will be on the table that Phil and I will be able to do that we haven't been able to do before because of locations. Um, so there'll be a lot of cool stuff to talk about. If you want to know about any of that, then feel free to bring it up. But yeah, it's, it's your guys' night. All right. So uh, we do have a topic here. And um, so we on, on the town hall, um, someone was asking about zero sum. Uh, that was a topic we were going to dive into tonight. And we figure we'll probably sort of talk about it when someone asks. And we can always wait that uh, wait till later. But uh, I feel like that really needs Paul here because I feel like that's a little bit more in depth of a conversation. That isn't just zero sum. And, you know, that is, is zero sum better? Can it even work in the current solo group? And then it dives into, well, if does the community want that sort of system? Is it a separate queue entirely? And I do think there's a really good conversation there, but I, I feel like Paul needs to, to be here to sort of give the like his his answer to that. Uh, but so anyways, the first question we have is from uh, Panzer Turini says, any news updates on the replacement to Ghost Heat? Um, no, actually, uh, we asked, uh, um, we asked Russ during the town hall, um, you know, if he had given out any, or would give out any information, um, other than all we know is from his, his retweet of homeless bill. That's all we really know. And if, for those that don't know, homeless bill proposed a sort of energy drain system a while ago, um, uh, that basically would fix sort of the, the two main, or at least what I see two main issues with ghost eat bean, which is. The proper displayed to the player, one, and then two, that there's no way to negate or mitigate the system and get around the system. Um, and it may also go a step further. I mean, really, Darren, uh, one of the things we were, we've were we talked about is is pinpointing an issue. Some might say yes, right? But then if you watch at the different skill levels, sometimes people are even, even newer players struggle already just with pinpoint. So I don't think introducing like a an RNG blooming reticle. I do think you could do it, but I don't think you're going to get the same result. So then it gets into, um, Brownie's going to be a little shit. Yeah, you are. I knew it. Yeah, you are. Um, then you, um, get into the, the talk of, um, alpha. Does, does this play a role? Does the new heat scale play a role into the alpha amount or potential that you can alpha over and over again? So those are a lot of good questions. I just, I just don't know what the answers are exactly. So, hopefully. yeah, I mean, obviously, as soon as there's any info on it, we'll get into it. I would say a good start. If somebody mind wouldn't mind linking it, uh, check out homeless bills, you know, write up on it or whatever, and that might just be an idea, a starting point for where what direction it might be going in. But yeah, as info is made, we will share it or have somebody on the podcast to do so. So, um, and <laughs> by the way, so as far as um, his. The whole sort of system he proposed uh, adds a drain value. And link the, yeah, just go read. There's a whole literally list of uh, things he's pushed out. So it'll be interesting. Is there anything, uh, is it close to resembling what he originally proposed? Is it something else? But um, 
lots of yeah it'd be very interesting also just real quick to skip back um regarding zero sum uh so what phil was saying is that we that was going to be our discussion today but we decided that we wanted to get paul on uh so that does not mean that it's wiped from the board and it's no longer going to be a topic it's probably not going to happen next week because i'll be in uh, north carolina but maybe the week afterwards if not we'll just you know maybe we'll just sit down with paul ourselves and um you know just ask him about matchmaking zero sum and all that stuff and and you know, do a little half hour discussion with Paul and then we'll put that up or something like that. Anyway, we're not ignoring it. We will get back to it. What's another question out there? Um, so the next one we have is Lothamir says, what are some of your thoughts as insiders on a role warfare model? Ooh. We've discussed this quite a few times over the years. So, I mean, first off, let's go take a it's step. It's not easy. Yeah, let's go take a step outside MWO. Um, what do you define as a as a role um, in another PvP game? Like, I think the easiest way is to go to something like the most obvious type of world game of tanks. Role. World of Tanks. Well, no, no, I was going to say actually the most obvious form of a role would be like World of Warcraft, where you have a healer, where you have a tank, where you have damage dealers, DPS, or whatever. That's like the most defined role type of situation, and the one that most people are used to now. Translate that to World of Tanks and MWO. Does World of Tanks have any roles? I don't know. I mean, you have you have light, medium, and heavy tanks. You have tank destroyers. You have artillery. Are those roles? Or they're just are they tank attributes, right? Yeah. Are they just different tanks with different weapons that shoot a different way or whatever, or have different strengths and weaknesses? What is a role in a free-to-play type game like an armored combat type? Uh, World of Tanks. World of Warships, um, War Thunder, Armored Combat, etc. Are there roles that stick out in any of these games? Well, I guess maybe I'll throw this back at you. We we hear the term scout, right? We hear the term brawler. We hear the term, uh, you know, sort of specialist skirmer or skirmish and all that in MWO as far as like the context of people talk. But I'm going to be honest. I don't think those are roles at all. Um, and And this is why. Uh, those are actions. Uh, you know, when when I look at roles, roles right now are currently tied into game modes, and we have two distinct roles in this game, which is kill the other enemy team. And oh. one sec. Hopefully, he's putting a muzzle on that beast. You know, Phil and I have had I knew that was gonna happen. dog issues on his side I, since I knew that was the first gonna happen. days. <laughs> well, my wife, she was at she went to church, then she went to gym and anyways. So I um, the very early podcast we yeah, had dog issues. Back in the day, yeah. Back um day. garage when and, and so it's funny, saying, I'm above the garage again. Well hold on. So, so we have two roles. Can be a scout. We have two roles. That is you kill the enemy mechs and you you cap. And really, that's it. Now, someone could say those are objectives, but objectives tie into the, the role, the roles of the mechs. All right, when, so Phil, yes. are you saying nobody ever scouts? That there's you cannot scout? In no, what I'm, what I'm saying is all every mech does scouting the same. And actually, some are slightly just raven better. Does a raven scout the same as an atlas? A, a raven 3L. I'm playing devil's advocate. No, no, a raven 3L, but it's not, it's not 
a built-in roll. I mean, it's just one of those things it just does better because all Macs have 800-meter sensor range. All Macs have uh, target acquisition delay of uh, so zero. So are we being sticklers for the word roll? I mean, yes. if, if a roll yes. can be applied... I, I think the term roll warfare is gets misconstrued because we have all these base systems that treat all the mechs the same and what is role warfare and i think that 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 in itself i feel really needs dove into as far as you know we have mech combat in the game as one of the pillars i think uh there's some tweaks and adjustments but i think everyone would agree mech combat is awesome okay cool well, the other three pillars, community warfare is sort of flushing itself out cool. But then we have role warfare. What is role warfare? We actually have, we've never had a clear defined pillar. Like what is, you know, we get the mech combat, but what is role warfare? We've never had that really defined at all. Well, so, could it have been a theory or an idea in the beginning that yeah. got lost in reality, but yeah. still we, I mean, like, here's my question. Why are we discussing role warfare? Are we wanting to figure out and apply roles to mechs? Or are we being sticklers for the terms? Like, I mean, obviously we know some mechs can be better at scouting and some can be better at skirmishing and some can be better at whatever. Can we just say, well, that's, you know, that's that and move on? What, what is the role? What is the whole I, issue I guess what I'm saying, I, I guess where it comes down to is, remember how we were just saying about tanks? Those are just attributes of the tanks. That some tanks do better than others, right? And Good night, Zof. This is the same thing when it comes to mechs, is that it's it's not that that particular mech has certain attributes outside of just firepower, generally speaking. Firepower, maneuverability, and speed, um, and maneuverability being jump jets as well. So those are just inherent attributes that all mechs have. There's nothing, there's nothing ooh-ah, there's nothing assigned to them that makes them different. It's, it's not like the Locust. 1b has a built-in cap boost to it right you have to assign a module but then every mo mech can take that module so it ergo does nothing special compared to a 35 ton so i feel like the term role warfare either needs to be scrapped completely or we actually need roles in the game outside what was of the just... original question again just our thoughts on role warfare. Yeah, what are our thoughts, insiders, to role warfare model? I mean, so it... I think our thoughts are that role warfare hasn't really existed like people thought it would since the game has come out. It still doesn't exist like we thought it would today. So my question would be, you know, moving on, and we can move on to a different question. But would be, do do we care? Do we want yes, role warfare? I, I we do. Need to invent I, it? I think you need to step outside the box, look, you know, look at the entire thing, and say, okay, we have met combat. It's sort of like information warfare. People are like, oh, information warfare, blah, blah, blah. It never amounts to anything. It is actually important. It's just not more important than shooting the shit out of the enemy MX. So don't make it as a primary pillar. It's just a supplemental thing. And same thing with roles or, or uh, whatever. But I just feel like roles, um, right? Look at the sort of history of mechs and, and min-max, right? Like you've got the 55-ton Stormcrow before Quirks. You had the 55-ton Stormcrow was the best medium in the game, and it still is probably one of top tier out there. Um, but then you have Timberwolf, and you have you, so you no, start noticing 35. Well, why do you never see 20s? It's because there's no role for it. If all the role is is to kill the enemy mechs, 35 tonners are better than any 20 tonners, 25 tonners, uh, information war, all that. So I feel like that is a big bag of questions. That Which just, we're not going to. No, no, but it, 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 I think it's a valid question, and I think yep. 
it it should be hashed out and you know i do think well, that's this, a missing part of the the puzzle i feel like that's you brought uh, up you know info warfare or info war um and people are asking about that and there's kind of the idea that pgi has abandoned it what i will say and, and phil can reiterate or whatever is that nothing's been abandoned um it, there's just pgi has a certain number of you know people employees that can do a certain number of things in a certain amount of time and things get prioritized. There's a lot of stuff, though, that happens behind the scenes that nobody has any clue about that's happening all the time. Uh, well, and so not, nothing's been abandoned. Look at information warfare. Uh, the last time we saw really any change to it was um, PTS3. Don't mind the laser lock-on mechanic. It was it was horrible, and they said, hey, don't worry, we're not doing it. It was a good attempt, even though they caught shit for it, even though the community was like, oh, you should try stuff on PTS. Uh, um but um, I can tell you the, m the main reason none of that made it in. It was because there wasn't enough time on target to get testing in, and then Steam hit. So it just was like, hey, we don't feel comfortable pushing this stuff in, and so we're not. And, you know, instead of rushing it in. So. Nope, nothing has been abandoned. Uh, most ideas are at least still, you know, out there and, and no. discussed on a regular basis. Um, but it's just a matter of we can't cram everything in all at once. Uh, and and some things are still being discussed or looked at or investigated or whatever but no absolutely not abandoned there were things um, that i liked about information warfare but i think you really have to look at it objectively as possible some of those things like the idea of radar that like just think about this i, I won't go into too depth but think about this sensor range um if a hunchback 4p is supposed to carry medium lasers and its effective range is never going to be more than let's just say 500 you know meters well then do you remove its sensor range down to 500 meters but then that basically means is anything outside of that 500 it's not able to lock onto, which means it can't pass on information to its friendlies so it literally could be you know uh you know that that does that help uh newer players does that help sort of the role you know the the information warfare aspect of it and so there are things that I think have to be carefully considered, even with like sensor range, even though it seems simple, like, oh yeah, that's not a problem. It's, you know, how does the game play and, and what, is, what is the result to the player? Malgus Kerensky asks, do you feel that the chat social system in game will get a high priority after the last town hall? <laughs> it better, well, first of all, damn it. Yeah, no. I mean, yes, it will. I mean, it's already a priority or it's at least on the top of the list somewhere where it gets worked into that um you know it's f first of all there's um we just launched the uh tournament website today a lot of work was going into that over the last few weeks uh and we'll be going into it over the next few weeks we got the patch coming up which is going to have uh community warfare phase three huge endeavor uh lots of work going into that and so it's not a matter of that anybody saying you know screw the the chat system but if you listen to the town hall i mean phil and i bring up the chat system often sometimes it's on our own accord sometimes it's because we're passing it on from you guys um but that's not something we're gonna let drop it drives phil and i crazy just as much as it drives you guys crazy we play the game um all those things uh you know we do make our voices heard um, <laughs> let's just put it this way there's been drive Russ crazy. There's often. been multiple times where Russ has literally told me, Phil, shut up. Like, I get it. Yeah. Like, he's like, you know. Sub but... hype real quick. Psycho Smurf 96 and Malgus Kerensky. Psycho Smurf for seven months. Malgus for four months. You guys are freaking Dude, awesome. We had 20 months earlier. Zoef. That's awesome. Opie and uh, Parjay. 
Uh, Thanks for your as support, well guys. as uh, Savardius18 as well. Uh, thank you guys so much. And um, do I think... I mean, here, here's the reality. CW3 has eaten up so many... Re like, people. They, they've had no people that... in Like, even when we were up there in December, that's... I, I We got some sneak peeks at stuff, and they got some really cool stuff. I, I got to see a sneak peek of... Actually, I'm not allowed to talk about, but it's one of those things. There are some very cool things. Uh, it's just, it's it's funny. I saw a post today by TK Sachs on Reddit. And TK, I know TK. He lives about, uh, about 15 minutes away. Um, <clears throat> and he was saying, I'm so tired of the excuse that PGI is a small studio. I, I, I think that's a BS answer. Um, you know, when you have 50 people in the company, how many are engineers? Have you ever written lines of code? Um, and I think it's one of those things where CW3... Well, you, you, you just called out TK. I did. I, I think it's it's one of those where um, I think so many things have had to go into CW to make, it, to make it to where they can say, you know what, hey, it's in a good spot. We're going to let it go. Yes, there's going to, we're going to, you know, and he even said that, right? He said for the next probably month or two, the next few patches, probably going to have to fix things here or there. But we just want it in a good enough spot where we can fucking concentrate on everything else. The polish, which, you know, he did say, what do you want first? Community warfare or polish? And then the community said CW. And I feel like CW was so ambitious and still is, but they've, they've, brought it back down right one planet consolidation of a lot of things and i'm hoping that it's as awesome sauce as you know we all want it to be and um yeah. i think i understand tk's what he's saying you know it's easy to get tired of hearing that this or this isn't happening quick enough because the studio is small but then my answer is too bad that's just reality of life it's a small studio it is but why don't you hire more people do so. why don't you hire the, more and, resources and the you know the thing is, like, you know, everybody's got the answer, right? So how many people out there are running a uh, game developer company that has a game that's been in, that's been out for four years? How many, I'm not saying you guys in chat, but of all the people that complain and say that they know how to do it better, how many of them are actually doing it? And the thing is, we know what's going on. We know that Russ is trying to hire as many people as he can and that uh, some people don't make it. They get hired and then they're let go because they aren't up to snuff or whatever. And he can't just get whatever... It, Life is life. Business is business. Well, Things happen the way dude, they do. Case in point, something we've been pushing Sub for hype. has hold on, just Cardinal case in point. Bakus. Thank you for Cardinal. subbing, man. Much appreciated. Thank you for your support, Thank you for your support and your dedication. Thank you again, bro. Uh, I'll raise my mug to you. Uh, well, one thing to consider is Lauren and now Jaunty have been doing streams, and I think it's so important for them to do these things. Now, yes, we've been pushing, and it's finally happened, and we're so happy, you know, that sort of, you know, let's do this, and it's, it's the, the, the fruit of our labors and stuff, but it's the fact of you can see how much work just goes into freaking texture in a mech, let alone writing all this code. Like, I think a lot of people will just have this misconception because they're ignorant and it's not ignorant because they're stupid. It's just ignorant because you, you don't work in the you games industry. Maybe you build houses, maybe, you know, whatever you're teaching, you don't, whatever you do for a living, you're not a, you know, and so it's one of those where um, I'm glad they're did doing you just, Did you just out TK's career? 
No, no, he's not. <laughs> he doesn't build houses. No, he doesn't. Um, um, no, so I know, yeah, and and there's a lot of, and I'm not dogging armchair developers and stuff like that. I mean, I've played a bunch of games and I've sat there complaining to my buddies and saying, why don't they just fix this one freaking thing? It's easy. But what do I really know? What I know is what I've learned uh, from the last four years of working with PGI um, is that you don't know what you don't know. There's so many things that factor into every single decision, especially when running a business of this size. And I don't care what your previous experience is, unless you've done this, then you don't know what is involved in this. Another sub hype, dude. We're on, a, we're on a train. MechWarrior24. MechWarrior24. Thank, thank you for your sub. Your Welcome support, to NGNG TV, man. I, did, I think it. I think I need a beer. Like, I feel like, dude, I, I feel like I need a beer fridge here. I feel like, no, um, so yeah, I, I, to move on, yes. I, I just feel like, uh, I'm glad are it's we being defensive. I don't know. No, I think we're just and being even, even if we are, so what? I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's not going to look, we've wanted some of these things. How long have, how long have I literally been on the whole fucking chat bandwagon and it still hasn't happened. So it's one of those where there's things that I want to happen really quick, but they don't. And it's at the end of the day, it's called patience. And if you don't have it, you're just going to get more frustrated. And if you do have it, you know, a, you know, grab a beer, grab a coffee or take a walk with the dog. Um, Absolutely. Um, all right, so next question. In Toxic, funny, you ask, when will the April roadmap be posted? Russ just said, April roadmap tomorrow, will be right? released tomorrow. Sorry for the delay, yeah. but wanted to finalize aspects. So, boom, there you go, MechBro. Thank you for the question. Um, Calvier says, what exactly is zero-sum? Uh, basically, in the context of what um, people were talking about last uh, town hall, which is sort of, it's for like a ranked gameplay, whereas if you lose, you go down in rank. If you win, you go up in rank to a certain extent. So you're always, there's always this adjustment um, so that... No matter what, somebody always goes up or down in rank. But we do need, uh, again, I think we need a Paul podcast or whatever to go more in depth on this. Um, Someone, just uh, looking for someone wants a uh, pirate fill stream. I don't, I don't, I don't... <laughs> We need a pirate yeah. Darren stream. I think that would be better. The um, closest we got to that was that town hall we were drinking, and I I just get angry. I'm not the same kind of drunk as uh, Phyllis. You were you were pretty ch you were pretty happy out at a uh, steam party, man. You should have seen the smile. Um, <laughs> all right. So next question we have is uh, Panzer Tree also asks also follow up of last time is the engine upgrade. I think he was uh, referring to the uh, what Russ was talking about the. Uh, engine upgrade now i didn't realize like it was that big of a fucking deal like i just assumed no. it was like an update because like you know software comes out and there's updates i just assumed that's what it was and they're crying whatever they're at he said 3.4 they would be able yeah. to upgrade to like 3.7 3.8 and then use some you know start pushing some of these features i didn't realize like it was like we can't freaking do that at all and even though for those that don't know cry engine um at least this is what I was I was told may or may not have got basically bailed out of a lot of things from Amazon buying you know basically licensing uh, their engine and then created Lumberjack their own game engine which is now free and and then on next thing you know CryEngine basically announces hey you pay what you want uh, it's also free too so it's one of those where you can get all the updates latest and greatest from CryEngine. Um, Holy but, cow! Sub hype Loki seventy seven subscribed for nineteen months. Thank you Loki for your support. Thank you, Mech Bro. 
Um, <laughs> everyone's coming here. But yeah, so the reason I think a lot of people were wondering is like, can you not, now that it's like free, you know, what does that mean for you guys? Are you still under con, like whatever contract you have with them? Can you get that 3.8, whatever, four, whatever the latest is? Um, I didn't realize like that it was that, because basically the gist I've I got was it was basically like moving to Unreal. Like it's they would have to pretty much dedicate X personnel to do Which it. Which is also a possibility. I mean, like there's, yeah. I mean, the whole engine thing is a huge endeavor, but also pretty exciting possibilities. Um, welcome everybody that's just joining us, Rich and uh, all you others. Uh, looks like we're getting pretty. Decent turnout. It's nice to be doing these regularly again. I love this. Right. Grab us another question. Don't forget, oh, guys, it is a community question night and topics you guys post, and we talk about them as, as much as we can. Um, Our thoughts on the redesigned pilot tree. Uh, it totally needs it. That's my thought. What is your thought on it, Phil? Uh, I think, I, who asked that question? I'm just trying to... <laughs> Was that a loaded question? Did somebody know what they were... Yeah, uh, someone... that was Latham. Yeah, that was Latham. Oh, yeah. He's... So you probably sat there having dinner, talking to no, Lato about no, the it's tree for now. Hours. Yeah, totally implanted that long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, did he pay you twenty bucks to say that? Latham? I think it's an actually here. Here's 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 where I'm sort of excited, more excited for Community Warfare Phase Three is because of the polish and what that means for the the core systems that haven't been touched. I mean, you have you have a skill tree. It's not even a skill tree. It's a upgrade path. It's like uh, World of Tanks, Armored Warfare. It's you know where linear upgrades. The only difference with this is is you can upgrade whichever basic, but then you have to do three max, and then you get the elites and master blah blah blah. But it just call it. Don't even call it skill tree. Like if you're gonna keep that sort of system, just call it upgrade path. But for God's sake, the pinpoint needs to go. Like it is. It's one of those little things where. You know, yes, we can make the excuse, uh, other priorities, whatever. But you literally have a skill that it has no effect in the game. Like, it is so dinosaur, it needs to go. Now, an intriguing idea could be, could they tie in, um, uh, could they actually do a, a, an upgrade path? Could they tie in quirks and, and role warfare, information warfare, and attributes to where you can pick how many module slots based on this or that, or uh, how many weapon slots you, this or that. I mean, there's a lot of routes they could go but at the end of the day i also have to rein myself in and say cool imagination phil does it fit into the free-to-play sort of title uh and marketing strategy but also what is paul's thoughts because i know he's been wanting to tackle that forever so i think it could go in many different directions but yes it has needed to it, yes. Yep. Needs work. Needs love. We've been talking about that for a long time. So we'd love to see something more on point, what it was intended to be. All right. So um, let's see. What are your thoughts on elementals and lames in game? Um, that was from uh, TB Topcat. What are our thoughts? I would love to see elementals as uh, PVE. I don't want to see player played elementals. Not in MWO, anyway. I think. Yes. All the I'd like yes. to shoot them. Yeah. Um, with flamers and machine oh, so, guns. So if you've never um if you've never played Titanfall, I'm gonna highly recommend maybe you don't have the game, go watch a video of Titanfall. And the reason I bring this up is it was fucking amazing for the immersion factor. I'm me and Darren got into it 
And it was one of those where you've got grunts on the ground, right? And you can imagine tanks, other, you know, in, uh, elementals and stuff. The, the AI talking to you. And it was basic stuff. And it was immersion factor. And, you know, on a, like, you could literally, like, 1v10 the AI. It wasn't really a biggie. And that wasn't a point. They could kill you if you just stood still. But it was the immersion factor of when you were ejecting or when you, when you came around a corner and, you know, one of your buddy, one of your guys was in trouble, you'd be like, sir, sir, help me, help me, you know, blah, blah. If they could pull that type, and by the way, that was with a source engine too. So it's definitely possible. If they could capture that sort of immersion with elementals and, and, and infantry and tanks and VTOLs and aerospace. I mean, hell, even the airstrikes right now, even if it was like, you know, you know, hey, blue leader coming in for strikes, make sure the area is clean, and just, you know, boom, boom, boom. Dude, like, little things like that, you're just like, uh, yes. And so AI elements, I'm all for, I'm all, like... If it's done correctly, yes. Yes. So there's that. I agree. As far as lambs, you know, honestly, I mean, this goes back to my early days playing the tabletop. Even though I was a fan of... Robotech, um, where they licensed the, the land air mechs. I was never really a fan of the land air mechs in Battletech. I just, it was never my thing. So <clears throat> I like the mechs that the land air mechs turn into, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm just more about the mechs for me. It's, it's, they're cool in Robotech, but I just don't feel like they have a place in Battletech myself. So that's just my I, personal. I opinion. disagree. Mm -hmm. I think they have a place in Battletech. I don't think they have a place necessarily in MechWarrior. Yep. But I could have be wrong. Have you ever used one in the tabletop? No. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I just, I've never used them. I never cared to. I, I mean, they don't bother me. I don't care if they stay in the tabletop, but it's just not my thing. And I don't think they have necessarily a place was, in MWO. Even in the novels, it was one of those, like, obviously lost tech sort of things. But also, they were... The added maneuverability was the whole aspect of lamps, right? It's like you could literally go from point A to point B, right? I mean, it's to be able to quick repositioning of assets, blah, blah. Really, I mean, that's what it was. Now, unfortunately, you sort of got the Robotech quick Gundam sort of looking action, you know, as far as some of the mechs and the idea of this thing like transforming, you know. But, you know, um, I think uh, lambs in general and mechware, meh, I don't, I don't see it, but you never know. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That, me Next question. All right, we have um, OP says, uh, what would you like to see in PVE? What would I not like to see? I mean, I'd love to shoot infantry. I'd love to see um, battle armor. I'd love to see tanks, uh, hovercraft, helicopters. Um, anything that's going to work as far as the game engine and AI. As long as it's not, I'd even like to see mechs, you know. Um, but again, it all comes down to that AI and how it works and how it responds and handles. Um, but yeah, I mean, as much as possible, as long as it adds to the gameplay and it's fun and, um, you know, brings a little bit more use maybe for the flamers and machine guns. And it just, it, there's all kinds of... Um, Clarification, things. by the way, Lambs in this reference is talking about land air mechs. Not yes. laser anti-missile system. Sorry. Right. Uh, someone was actually asking. So. Um, yeah. So I just I think it just all depends on implementation. But I think everything you know everything that I mentioned is at least a good possibility. Um, oh, uh, uh, dropships, of course. I mean, 
I uh, look back, some of the me other MechWarrior games where dropships were, you know, uh, pain in the ass and, and very significant on the battlefield. So I don't know. It could be a lot of things. I, I love the idea of PvE, just like Phil said, for the just for the immersion factor. A lot of the PvP games I play now have a PvE element, whether they're directly related. So, like, PvE, when you're having to PvP, can be pretty hairy and, and pretty intense. So... Um, yeah, I like the idea. Phil, what do you think about uh, AI and PvE? I think it opens the door to not only the PvP aspects, like we saw in Titanfall. I mean, even if you were to take River City or whatever, Polar Highland, whatever it is, I mean, if you have little dudes out there with, you know, basically, you know, little javelins and, and you know, this or that to where if you're not paying attention, you're going to take slight damage or you could get highlighted maybe for an airstrike or you know stuff like that and maybe you're being painted by you know target painter sort of thing by you know grunts let alone tanks i just feel like um it opens up possibilities endless i mean it opens up uh, game modes to where you could <laughs> you name it, it it could be done and so um someone asks um well it, and also it literally literally paves the path to the single player campaign which russ has talked about several times yeah. I, so, I know I'm a heretic, and I know oh, there's a lot of people heretic. out there. You're a heretic. What? I know uh, I'm not as excited for single player. All right. Um, well, then you stop. Okay, that's fine. You're not into hold, it. Hold on. Let me I'm let me let me let me finish. Player. I'm not super excited about a single player MechWarrior game. I would be okay. super excited about a co-op mode. Oh, uh, no, a co-op co mode. A a a. And even if it was co-op and it was sort of tied into, uh, because think about this, AI also has the ability to influence CW, Solaris. Uh, well, of I mean, course. You, you, like, but and all those things. We already know it's going to be implemented in MWO first, but I think there's plenty of people out there that, well, we already know there's plenty yeah. of people out there that do want the single player campaign, myself I, included. I, I, I know. Totally I told you I'd be a heretic for it. Now, as far as co-op, Fuck yeah! I'm I, I want single player campaign. I want co op. I want PVE in MWO. I want it all, man. And it's and it's just a it's a, the path. It's creating AI and PVE and MWO, which then leads to a single player campaign, which they can lead to a co op and all that. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm good for all of it. There's people that don't want single player campaign. Awesome, they don't have to get it. Um, but I am all aboard that including even somebody said in there who was it kellen Riker, pve the boats from mech warrior 4 mercs uh the ai were terrible yes they were but they were still fun to shoot and so that's your that, very that's first mission mech warrior 4 you're a shadow cat and you go on to destroy like 10 dropships yeah, so easily it was it was so <laughs> bad like they're uh i, I want it all i don't want to i don't want to relieve it take me take me away from that no um including solaris i, I, I do think it adds a lot um the one thing, though, with this is, uh, you know, to be blunt, is I don't see this happening instantaneously. And then on top of that, I what, mean, AI? It, it, no, single player. Oh, um, yeah, no. I, it just to me, Not it's this year. like some people. Yeah, like uh, like. No, this is way down the road. This guys, is why I mean. like this is why you don't even see trip like big AAA companies really do single player. It's the shift in the mark, like because the amount of time hell look at battlefield man how much shit have they gotten for their single player campaign like don't even focus on it it's crap blah 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 and they basically drop it and then they get so much shit for it because they're not doing it so i think it's one yeah. of those where um 
well, I think the reality yeah. of it is, is for an extended life shelf of MWO, I think it just sort of goes to say a an AI and a single player and a co-op and all this is it's it's a it's a no brainer. It's just how long and how many resources because Don't hold your breath. they would need to. I mean, and Russ even said they're going to they would have to hire more people i mean well but, but he also said that. they are working on it right now yes like AI and, is under development and right now. someone asked mechword 24 asked is pgi working on mech ai and yes. yes they are and i've seen it so anyways um yeah. no they're getting it oh sub hype sub hype seraph 47 20 months in a row thank you for the support seraph 47 thank you mech bro um let's see sorry i've got my chat so i'm not seeing the live updates down below because i'm catching questions um uh calvier says darren why the shot glass for your coffee kappa um (laughs) i think that's an appropriate uh statement uh let's see uh caster uh says any idea how faction voting will work in cw phase three if not, what do you think would be the best limitation? Um, to be honest, I have no clue. Um, the whole, unfortunately, because we're not able to participate on a daily basis, I pretty much check, checked out a CW um, because we're now that's going to be fixed soon. We're going to be actually able to stream it and play it and blah blah blah. But um, in all honesty, I I told you this, Darren. I haven't really been interested in CW. And and even if I was able to participate right now, I don't think I would. It's there's no reason. There's no physical reason for and that's one of the problems where you see people right now is like they're like there's no there's no Wait, point are you to talking plan- about today or are you talking about phase three? No, right now. Like yeah. there's no point to, to Well, I mean capturing there is. If, if people are having fun playing it, then that's their point and that's all they need. But you, the, what you're the saying time is investment, you wouldn't have right, fun. Yeah, the time investment and that's why you've seen a lot of units sort of check out of it, is they're like, you know, there's no reason no, for us going I've after been, Planet X. You know, we've been dealing with a lot of these YouTubers and Twitch streamers and so forth. And one of the things I'm telling them all is because, you know, when they get excited about MWO, the first thing they start saying is I'm going to form a unit and I'm going to not all of them, but a lot of them and get into community warfare. And I've been telling most of them just chill out on community warfare. Let phase three coming out, come out first, because that will add a lot more than what exists today. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I know that you've never been that interested in it. Anyway, I mean, from a from a gameplay standpoint, I know you have interest in seeing it develop and, and you may get interested in it post, um, you know, phase three or whatever. But it's something that I've it's always been near and dear to me, although I've had to check out as well. I mean, basically, uh, multiple reasons. We can't play our main accounts on there. And um, and because it's just it hasn't been all that. It hasn't been what we've wanted. It hasn't lived up to the expectations. I'm totally looking forward to phase three and I'm very much looking forward to being able to participate with our main accounts. Um, you and I both want to jump with different units and just get an experience. We'll be streaming some of but it. I think there's other aspects of it. I think it's because the current form of CW right now, the you know solo versus groups. I mean, uh, I think even group versus group, that's still really not as much going to change, but at least you know now. Um, you know, there, there's certain aspects. If I'm dropping as a solo player and I'm going up against any type of groups, I mean, you might as well just, you know, like, but anyways uh, some of that's gonna be fixed and the consolidation so i think there's a lot and we sort of talked about this last week on the podcast which is i have my concerns just with cw in general but some of these may actually be fixed with cw phase three so um 
We'll uh, we'll see. Um, next. The biggest things with like Clan Wars in in World of Tanks. The biggest things for us was number one, it working, like being able to get in there and play and match up against different people. Now they had a totally different system. Number two thing was just getting our gold. I mean, fighting for something other than bragging rights. We needed that. And, uh, and, you know, and three, it just, it, like I said, it, I guess three is going back to one. It just needs to work. The whole, it needs to work and there needs to be a reason for it. I'm hoping that's what happens with phase three. Well, and that sort of spins another question that I have, which is, so you have solo, you have group queue, you have CW3 where potentially you can win, you know, MC and this and that, and where unit wise, that could be a, a sort of a moneymaker form MC wise, you know, where does that leave like is is cw supposed to be the competitive environment and you know that sort of springs to the next you know like solaris and you know the the whole conversation that i think really again what we'll have hopefully with paul is the whole what is solo what is group q what is cw and where does solaris tie in and you know does is a ranked q because really i think a lot of people just want to see their name up on the board and compete for that that slot of you know who are the top players who are I, who's the best stuff you know and this and that but can you really say you are the best cw team when you've got the possibility of 12s dropping against mixed groups i don't think there's a whole lot to be said there so um i don't think community warfare is the com the comp scene um i think it's a form of competitive combat more so than random battles and, and potentially group queue um, but i don't think it is the comp scene i think if anything that's what solaris could be because it'll be ranked and because it'll be more uh, dependent on your individual skill or your team's skill or whatever um, it'll be i think solaris will be the comp version of mwo um, but today i think the only thing that's competitive or the comp scene in mwo is the player run leagues and tournaments i don't think uh, community warfare is. I think it's more competitive than solo and group, but I don't think it's the comp scene, and I and I don't think it ever should be. Gotcha. And I agree. All right. So uh, another question we have is uh, TB Top Cat asks, "Do you think AI tank and PVE should be as powerful as they are uh, canonically?" Um, yes. No. I say yes, <laughs> and this this well, this I'm, is I'm this is why yes. I'm okay, okay with it because. You don't have the RNG factors. You can literally run up to the rear of a tank or the sides and blow right through. Remember, they don't have that internal structure. Like, once you hit internals, they're fucked. So it's one of those where we do have pinpoint. I think you can make them dangerous because they're going to be vulnerable. Look at uh, terrain. Look at uh, the speed and stuff like that. Um, I think you can make the, the AI. Now... What was the question exactly? Do you make uh, tanks... They're pretty damn scary in tabletop... Um, no, I know. So I guess my my only the reason I said no is because I don't think you should. I don't think it's there's just a quick answer. I think they need to be balanced. How whatever that. Well, means. I'm not saying like you pull a trek out there and it's yeah. Uh, it, now, granted, well, whatever it ends up being balanced. I mean, I'm fine with them being uh, powerful, but then they also need to have their like Phil was pointing out their weaknesses keep, or whatever. Keep in mind for those that don't know, tanks in actual BattleTech rule set the build set are able to alpha all of their weapons at once with no heat issues. So on a Shrek tank with three peeps, it's able to alpha, 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 and it never has to worry about heat. They're a I little bit different. Uh, yeah, I just don't, I'm, I don't think that the game needs to be designed by tabletop rules. I've always no, no, said no, no, that- no, 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 I know, I know what I'm no, saying. No, no, I'm answering, I'm answering chat. I'm just saying okay. that 
I've always said that we can we can look to lore, we can look to the tabletop as our inspiration, but the game needs to be balanced as a game, and that's all. As far as everything else, I mean, I'm fine with whatever the tanks end up being. And the mechs if are the masters, yeah, and and everything else is sort of you know second tertiary, and that's yep. again. Um, so, let's see. Uh, next question we have is Tessa uh, Tessaro. Uh, he asks, uh, and this is something you've played. Uh, what about a single-player a la Armored Warfare, something like the group 4v4 versus AI Waves? You've played this with uh, Strafe, have you not? On Armored Warfare, no, but I know what he's talking about. I mean, you're talking about a PvE mode or, or yep. co-op or whatever. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's co-op. sure. Yep. Yes, if it's yes, fun, and then yes. I'm all for it. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. And I think, too, is when you add co-op and stuff like that, you can add elements that you can't add to the PvP area, which is like you could have a refit uh, truck base, all that fun shit. You could have ammo drops, you know, like this. I mean, you, you could have uh, airstrikes and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it opens the door yeah, to I love, a lot I love of things. co-op games. You know, I've played the shit out of co-op uh, Mass Effect 3. I've been playing uh, Division co-op with buddies. So, so there's aspects of co-op that I really appreciate and have a lot of fun with and would love to see that in MWO as long as, again, it's fun and, and it works. Alright, next question. Um, Bada Baden asks, uh, do you think the big rescale requirking in June in June going to change the game in any big way? First off, just for clarification, um, they're doing a rescale. As far as a requirking, they don't know. And that's something that Russ even basically said is we're not sure yet, we're, but rescale is happening. Do I think it's going to affect the game in a big way? No. Um, I think it's going to affect mechs and mech chassis usefulness as far as, um, you know, the, the it's like the adder comparison. Adder versus some of the IS lights. Not only is the adder subpar as far as heat efficiency because it's sub-250 engine, now it's also bigger than all the um, IS lights. So it's one of those that's already working, has, has things working against it. So I think it'll help some mechs in that regard. But is it going to be a game changer? No, I, I don't think. I think a, a, a potential heat scale change, that potential heat scale, whatever they're going to do with that, has more dramatic effect on gameplay. Now, as far as quirks and rescale, I do have an opinion about that. I do think with the rescale coming in and some mechs having quirks because of that, I that's where I think you have to be very careful. Like Russ said, you can't throw the Nova in there at that scale and it keeps its quirks. Yeah, people who love Novas are going to love it. But um, it's just going to add to the power creep. So, um, you know, quirks, rescale, and heat scale, I, f I feel like it could be a good time to to really buckle down on and, and have a concise system for quirks in general. Yeah, I mean, I basically my feeling is that uh, I agree heat scale is a game changer, whereas I think the rescaling of mechs will be a game changer for individual mechs or and, and maybe or at least if not a game changer a big deal for certain mechs some you won't notice much or whatever but i'm still super excited about it and still surprised that it happened all the mechs well and um can't go into super detail but i mean some of the mechs aren't, aren't as easy to to scale um case point right. like the awesome awesome actually scale volumetric and stuff is actually sort of spot on um, the problem with it is it's just dimensions. It's super wide, so it's got a huge front profile. Whereas if you took the you know Victor and especially the Zeus, it has a lot slimmer, narrow profiles front. So it's one of those where how do you fix that without increasing its volume? So you know you have to think depth of the mech and stuff like that. So 
it's one of those where some cases of the mechs, they can't just do a complete, just rescale, shrink the model altogether. Whereas like the Nova, you could, and that's basically what happened. So, Malgus Kerensky asks, will there be improvements to the mech combat tutorial and will a tutorial be created for the mech lab? Yes, yes, and yes. Um, uh, Dave is the one that came up with the in-game tutorial and he's still uh, working on it. There will be additions to it, improvements to it, uh, fine-tuning of it. It will always be evolving, essentially, just like the uh, game is. And yes, whether there's an actual in-game Mech Lab tutorial or a video, a very um, extensive video tutorial of the Mech Lab, or both, uh, that is coming as well. Um, Lothmir asks, any thoughts on equipment being rewarded as salvage at the end of the match? versus just I, I, you know i love the salvage idea i mean it's always fun like even when you go back and you play these old games and you finish a match and then you have those few seconds and you're waiting to see what your uh, salvage is going to be does it I fit like into mechware online and does it fit into free yeah. to play i do think there is a possibility this is just me speaking on my ass here i do think there's room for it but not in probably the way you're thinking i mean it's sort of like at the end of the day, everything is just C-bills, right? Mechs are just C-bills. Equipment upgrades are just C-bills. I, I think the logistics and sort of salvage and rewards like that, like, work. And I think you're going to see it in the Battletech game. I think that's, that's that type of game. You know, it, it works in a tabletop and stuff like that. Uh, because you can do stuff like, hey, dude, you you know, you just salvaged a top of line large laser, you know, blah, blah, blah. You can have that exo star, you know, large laser from a thunderbolt or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, everything's just C-bills. So because let's just say you, you get rewarded with things, but then you don't need those said things. Then all you're going to do is you're going to turn around and sell it. And at the end of the day, if you sell stuff, at least right now, you only get 50% of what you paid for it. So really, I think it just comes down to C-bills, uh, at least. C-bills, C-bills, C-bills. Yeah. Now, what Terragato they could do, they, they, says... oh, they could do where maybe there's special ammo and stuff that can be used in PvE but can't be used in PvP. I mean, I don't know if that's a thing or they didn't even go that far, but there could be certain aspects that could go that route. Terragato says it's a bit late for tutorials. Most of the players that were going to try this game already have and have left. Um, understand what you're, where you're coming from, but actually that's absolutely incorrect. We have literally hundreds of people registering for this game still every single day. And I'm not talking 200 or 300. Uh, a lot of people are registering for this game every single day. New players coming from wherever a new YouTuber puts out a video. There's, you, you guys have no idea how niche this game is and how uh, unexposed it still is. And every time there's a new thing, when like when we launched on Steam, we get a huge flood of new people. Uh, when uh, Community Warfare Phase 3 comes out, there will be new people coming back or people that haven't played for years or whatever coming back. Um, Solaris, etc. Every single thing that we, every pillar that we release from here on out, there's going to be people coming. There's still well, going to be people it, it, discovering here, for let me, the first let me, time. Let me, I mean, that, that statement, first off. And we don't need to get into that. No, no, I'm it's just, it's just there's new it's, people coming all the time. It's like me saying, you know, what, like, it's not based on reality. Um, no, that's it's just, just opinion. opinion. But I mean, your opinion. Numbers, but that's why I was but correcting that, That's what I'm saying is like statements like that are total hyperbole because, but you know, it's, it's no, I know. But my point is, and it's important for people to know that there's still literally 
hundreds of new people coming in this game every single day. However many of them stick and, and, and don't, who knows, but tons of people coming. Um, and the market out there that we can still reach of people that don't know about MWO is huge. It's massive. Dude, look at how many people find MechWare Online just based, and I'm not, we're not touting here, just because on YouTube, they saw a, a video about MechWare and it was on NG, like we've had people contact us via messages. Like I had no idea. I've been a huge Battletech fan since the eighties and I had no idea, you know, blah, 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 because they're not since MechWare four, there was not, there was this huge 10 year gap. Like it, people left got, I mean, especially generation, what they got married, they had kids that, you know, midlife crisis, whatever it is. Well, and... there's a million examples of a million things that happen, but the important thing is, and the take home is that literally hundreds of new signups every single day all right so we need to remember that as far as people in the community we i think a lot of times uh you know like we've said before phil we get you know we've been around this close battle to the, tech too thing close for to tech. yeah can't see the forest through the trees yeah. too close to the sun sort of thing and yep. you know i think it's fair to say you know from an experienced player to say oh what are tutorials you don't go watch a brand new player and then come and if you still feel that statement is true then well, you can have your opinion. Um, let's see. Uh, Zosia says, uh, do you think Solaris should be seasonal as in lore? Also similar to MRBC. I think there's so many routes they could go with with Solaris. They could, I mean, because really, uh, you could have 1v1 all the way upwards. You could have leaderboards. You could have stables, just like, uh, I mean, it really does open up a whole lot of just, everything and uh you know so i think also though it has to be very competitive like i i've <laughs> what uh, uh, I, I just i love our chat anyway go i ahead. think i think it just ha it's going to be it's going to be a tough area and i think a lot of people say they want to participate in solaris um which i do think generally speaking but you're going to be stepping in and this is sort of how i look at solaris it's going to be min max and competitive and if you just I, I already see it i already see it happening i like i have a feeling you know there but the nice thing is i feel like it'll bring some pretty cool shit that i think Solaris is gonna be awesome i'm fine if they're i mean if that's where all the comp people go and they're min maxing the crap out of every i just want to see I those matches bet, I, I want the ability to yes. bet on matches i want you the ability to lose c bills lose want, MC, like, like i don't know We've had so many discussions behind the scenes about Solaris. I, you know, I wanted to do years ago an NGNG version of Solaris, uh, but that fell through. But we've wanted to do something like this for a long time. And I would love to see them do something like adding match betting on your mobile devices and so forth. So you could spectate matches, you could vote, you know, you could bet your C-bills on it or MC, whatever. I don't know, probably C-bills would be easier. MC would be start getting difficult. But, you know, like there's all kinds of stuff that could happen with Solaris. Do I want it to be seasonal? The original question? Sure, as long as I mean, you're not talking like going months without having Solaris, right? You're saying uh, maybe one season you starts just, and ends. Yeah, and maybe every three months, maybe, yeah. you know, or quarterly or I'd annually or something that. like that. Yeah, um, I want to have a Valhalla. I want to have like a Hall of Fame, and and like this is the place you think you're the best. That's where I want people to go. Community warfare is not that. Solaris can be that. Um, there's a statement. Earth Talker says uh, having hundreds of signups is nice to hear. The problem is retention. What can we do to keep them? And actually, I think that's probably like one of the. You've got that's two million. You got two million dollar questions. 
which is how do you find people that don't know about the game and would want to play? And then two, how do you keep people engaged? And speaking from me and Darren's philosophy, it's called having a positive community, having people doing things, uh, podcasts, uh, streams, uh, tournament, you know, uh, leagues, uh, machinima, video streamers, um, also just sort of the, the general atmosphere of the community. Like, for instance, you can come to NGNG TV chat and you can ask questions and you're not being paraded. You're not, you can go and post and stuff like that. That is probably, to me, one of the biggest things. And I know for a fact we've had multiple people contact us and say, I would not be here if it wasn't for what you guys have been preaching and also following through, which which is, you know, not being assholes, asshats, and stuff like that. And I feel like the community has a responsibility to sort of take that stance of saying, we want people to stay. How do we do that? Well, one, positive learning environment. Uh, you need to come in here and realize you're not going to be, you know, the best at it. And then how can I learn? How can I move up and stuff like that? So I feel like that's how you retain people. And at the end of the day, it's it's a niche game. You're And it's a game. You're going to have people come. You're going to have people go. That's just, that's gaming in general. Like you are, well, I, that's, yeah, no that doubt happens. About it. It, I mean, it's revolving door. I play all these games. So do a lot of my friends, uh, World of Tanks, War of Thunder, like I've said, World of Warships. You get bored of them, you, you stop playing them for a couple months, you come back, whatever. And that's what happens with a lot of these free-to-play games, especially all the armored vehicle combat type ones that are similar. Basically, you're dropping in a match against X amount of people, and it's just kill each other, etc. But I do want to point out, um, as far as re retention, there's PGI's responsibility uh, or goals for retention, which they obviously we have. We, we you know tutorials are a huge one. We need to keep developing the in-game tutorials. We need to get you know more whatever everything to help the new player experience. This is this game does not have a new player experience. It's a very steep learning curve. Totally get that. So uh, PGI has a lot of responsibility for making it a better new player experience. Are we there yet? No. Uh, is it stuff that we're talking about every day and working on? Yes. And so it will get there. Um, so there's Piranha's responsibility as new player experience and retention. And then there's the communities. And it's not really their responsibility. They can do it or they don't don't have to do it. Um, thankfully, though, our community is amazing at that. Uh, you know, I get fr time and time again, I get streamers coming from different communities, um, you know, whether it be World of Tanks or these other ones. And just talking about the difference between our community and other communities. Um, our community, I do believe, is extremely helpful and, and you know, very... Well, just for example, a new streamer started streaming, or not new, but, um, you know, a partnered streamer started streaming today. And I was getting ready for this podcast, taking a shower, etc. And I couldn't get in there, but there were other people like Bandit B17 or whatever that just get in there and completely are he, helping him in every... He's, he's played MWO before, too. He, and yeah, yeah. He's, case he's in point, back. he's coming back. And... And also, I, th I think it's sort of the nature of the beast of gaming. You come and you go, but also the fact of um, your buddies. Like, yep. how connecting people, hooking people up. Because this game, this type of game, if yes, it can be played solo, and there's people out there that love it that way, and just dropping solo queue or whatever, or community warfare even solo, and that's fine. But this game is definitely a team game and teams are OP and more fun and, or yep. can be at least if you're that kind of player and you like that kind of interaction. So hooking people up, getting them together, getting them either on team speak or whatever voice, getting them within communities of like-minded people, 
um, you know, into units and so forth. That's all kinds of stuff well, that we can do to retain. Let me dive into because you mentioned steep learning curve, and I know Goblin just commit uh, comment in chat. Here's here's the thing now. Um, <laughs> yeah, Eve definitely. It's a yes, mech. I did play Eve. For it's five a years. it's a mech game right off the bat. That already makes it to where some people are going to turn away. Two, um, you have to worry about legs and torso uh, direction. And this is why I think it's so important for sometimes experienced or even vet players to take a step back. And if you've never watched a new player, and the reason why is if you've never played any like tank games, which a lot of people have, and you coming into MWO, the whole distinction of orientation and self-awareness is is huge because almost no other first-person shooter you, you uh, the only there's only a handful uh, that you have to do that, and so it's one of those where keeping people engaged in, in MWO and keeping them here, some of that comes down to the individuals themselves. There is only so much PGI can do. You can lead a horse to water, as they say. You can have the best tutorial system in the world, um, but if it's not for them, it's not for them. And, you know, um, I, I think that's just, just gaming in general. I think some people get burnt out. I think they try, and especially free to play. Here's the, the awesome thing about it. Um, case in point uh war thunder uh tanks I mean you haven't played that for how how many months it's free to play though guess what i'm able to re-download it oh they've updated and fixed a lot of shit that we had problems with boom i'm playing it i'm having fun again and you know i drop a few matches and boom that's it this is a free to play title and it's one of those where the casual sort of play allows people to be there and hey you know you're not happy with the game and we've even we've even said this and we've caught shit for it like which is like hey if you're really frustrated if you're really having an issue take it just maybe don't play for a week or two i mean really i mean it's the best thing Step i can say as a gamer sometimes you have to just say i i'm i just need to step away and uh and and bent and you know we, we've talked not to get off on a tangent here but we're about to go down a little bit of a tangent but the whole uh, me and you have talked about it, uh, Darren, is gamers and how many articles we've read about depression. And, like, that's one reason we've talked about, like, why it's so important to play with friends and buddies and to, you know, check up on them and, and you know, hey, you know, what are you doing and drop. Because, you know, it's so easy to sort of get caught up in, you know, sometimes the funk of life or whatever it is. And I do think a lot of people use gaming as sort of an outlet and... um you know, so it's to me, and that's sort of the whole thing of being a community, meeting people, and sometimes meeting people online, and the next thing you know, you know, you find out they live down the road, and you can hang out, have beer, and you get to know them in real life. So, you know, yeah. I think to to end it all, as far not the podcast necessarily, but this question, it's all it's all but, over, it's done. Um, as far as the new players and tutorials, yes, PGI has an immense responsibility to that, and hopefully every month that goes by or every quarter and, and and each launch of new each new you know whatever of pgi phase three coming up and whatever um and m new players coming in we keep building that uh experience and making it better and better we can't make everything perfect tomorrow uh we can only do things over time and everything takes effort and people working on it so if we're working on community phase three community warfare phase three then there's less people to do other stuff etc um i'm definitely not letting the the responsibility of pgi in the new player experience uh and learning curve uh go by the wayside i'm directly involved in that 
Uh, I believe it's insanely important. It's hugely important and we're going to continue working on it. But we, you know, we're people. We get freaking tired at the end of a, so, you know, a 12 hour work day or whatever. And we can only do so much. And so um, partially a huge part of it is our responsibility and a huge part of it can be uh, taken up by the community, which I think this community does has been doing, does, and will continue to do because it is that awesome of a community. All right. Uh, Tassaro asks, uh, what about a battle log to see the experience and see bills you have earned in the past few matches? Have I would you love being that. able to see uh, results. I'm going to take it a step further, Tassaro. I Don't think take we, it to the replay. I, I think we need a API. Oh, yeah, yeah. Battle log. And for those that are not familiar, it's basically every single time you drop, when you come out, um, there is a simple breakdown and basically what happens is behind the scenes, the game's tracking all this information anyways, cause it already tracks when you hit what you hit, blah, blah, blah. And, um, Eve online has this. And the cool thing is every single time there's a ship destroyed. So you can imagine you just dropped in a match and it has a battle report ID or whatever. You would go and pull this up and it'd be a, a battle report and it would show all the players, what mechs they were in, who killed who. How much damage from said who and what parts were shot blah blah you click on the person you can see what locate i mean it's already tracked there and it's one of those where that's where i see some really useful information and player driven community tools coming out and i've wanted an api system forever just because leaderboards community leagues could have it and it also think about this if you have a mrbc arhad or any of them if you have rules and restrictions for how mechs are to be made, or maybe there's a league that really can never enforce that type of thing because there's no way to verify that they had it on their mech, you could literally have leagues where there's restrictions and stuff and there's proof every single time there's a battle log. And so you can you can double check people and stuff like that. There's so many things to battle logs. I would love a battle log uh, a la World of Tanks, something similar to they do. And I would love an API system similar to EVE Online. Uh, I think it's brilliant. Phil and I have been talking about that for three, four years. I've been wanting it for so long. I mean, and we're going to keep pushing. Uh, It's just, again, it's the same as everything. TK is not going to like it, but it's just a matter of resources and getting people uh, assigned to it. Um, So, yeah, that's something that Phil and I will continually push for. Uh, We always have and we always will. So whenever that you know, whenever it happens, <laughs> we'll be super happy. Like to quick give a shout out to Gimpy. Thank you for the host. Gimpy. Much appreciated, man. Hopefully you had a great Thanks, stream. Um, so yeah, uh, combat and it. By the way, API like all this, it, it's it's already being tracked for the most part. It's just uh, uh it, yeah. So, all right. Um, next question we have is from Goblin, and he asks, uh, "Are you okay with how jump jets work?" Um, or do you, basically, do you have any thoughts and ideas on it? I know you do, so why don't you go ahead and start? I just think it's a tough fucking thing to measure, like because you've got some mechs that are hard fixed with them, so that you can't take them off. So is it worthwhile clan mechs to have said jump jets on there? And then you have on the other side is IS and Customa and 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 some of the clan mechs now, the the two Cs where. If you get the benefit out of two, then what's the point of ever taking three, four, five? But then if you boost the performance of each one or deploy, I think it's just the nature of the beast is you have to change the mechanic of how jump jets work, which is like you can't tap, you know, you can't halfway expand. Like 
if it's one of those where if I'm running forward and I hit jump jets, you know, you're just, you're vaulted and you're going, you know? So I don't know, man. I, I think jump jets in, in general are, <laughs> it's, and also to be fair, there's all the, all, another thing sort of working against the system, which is the in-game gravity as well. And that, that's another topic that uh, I know Trev has talked about, which is the in-game gravity being very, very high and it, it affects how the mechs, um, how much force is needed and stuff like that. So, so I'm not going to get into the science, but I'm just going to give a very basic breakdown of how I feel. Right now, I feel like at least jump jets aren't, and take the, let me finish this, aren't broken. In that, there's not an issue like pop-tarting or whatever that's directly a result of jump jets that people are complaining about. Not, And I'm not even saying pop-tarting is a bad thing. I'm just saying that there's no standout thing right now where people are saying jump jets are breaking this game, at least for the most part. Maybe there are people saying that. Um, that being said, I understand that the mechanics of them and, and gravity and whatever, so maybe the argument can be made that they are broken, but I'm saying they're not breaking the game, at least from my perspective. Uh, but then the second thing is, I come more from lore, which is exactly what you're saying. Jump gents were never in the lore, or, you know, I mean, tabletop, you could, I don't know. I don't know the answer, you know. I, and part of me would love to see, you, you know, it's just, Metal, pedal to the floor you do your jump jets you're you're going off in that direction and you hope you land somewhere you want to be um and part of me just thinks leave them the way they are part of me thinks you have a much better idea for a mechanic on how to use the jump jets cool let's see it on the test server or something like that and see if we like it i am fine with them as they are right now is it do i heart them do i is it the best situation for jump jets for me no but i don't know anything better yet well and the, you know the whole idea of are is the reason we don't see any changes to jump jets because the worry of pop tarts from pgi i don't think so i think it's just in general the whole what you get out of one jump jet and we still sort of have that problem you take two jump jets that's all you need like you know like and so we're sort of back to square one um so i, I think the entire system uh needs changed and um there's been a few ideas that I've, I've seen proposed. Uh, there's um, been some references to some games in the past and other things that have jump mechanics and, and this and that. But um, I think the ultimate question is, how do you make it worthwhile to player? If I can take five jump jets on an inner sphere mech, why the hell would I? And if it's just for height, there's no gameplay advantage to that. And, you know, it, it, yeah, and that's the thing is, what gameplay advantage? What gameplay advantage is it for taking one and taking five? And um, I think that's where the real struggle is. And I sort of think that's where we are right now. There is no gameplay advantage. And on top of that, some mechs get sort of screwed over because of that. Um, uh, you know, Executioner, Summoner, all the ones that have hard fixed jump jets. The Viper coming out, I think, has eight. Don't quote me on that. Um, so it's one of those where. Would you be better off with the mechs not having those jump jets? You know, in the current state of the game, I think a lot of people would say, yeah, I would rather have the firepower potential. Um, but uh, th that's where I, I feel like the jump jet system falls short is it should provide something gameplay wise, but it doesn't. So. All right. So how long have we been going? I've literally, I don't know if you guys have been able to tell, but I've literally had a migraine this entire podcast. I, no, when I, I was in the able. shower. <laughs> It started, and so I'm would we know dying that? right now. Well, just if I'm grimacing or making faces that uh, I thought maybe I'd gas indicate or that I have pain. You're holding it in. 
You shouldn't um, hold it in, man. It, uh, no, dude, it's not that. I'd I do that for you, no problem. But <laughs> no, I, I have a migraine right now. So do we have a few more um, good questions? Because otherwise I need to go take some medicine big time. <laughs> I, think he, I think he needs poop, guys. I think that's what needs to happen. No, um, I don't need to. <laughs> I have a headache. It hurts so bad. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. I think there's more questions about jump jets, and like I said, I just I don't think they're in a good position, and I do think the entire system needs looked at. But um, <laughs> yeah. Oh man! All right, guys, just want to say uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up then. Um, it's been a good podcast. I, I feel like we covered many questions and topics here. It's been it's nice to do community uh, topics and discussions, and of course, I feel like you guys uh, like it as well. Um, we will be having a podcast next Tuesday, not on Wednesday. And Darren's going to be here literally like right here or right here. Right over there. Somewhere. He'll be somewhere here. So, um, yeah, I just want to say thank you guys for coming out. Uh, thank you to all of our resubs. Uh, Seraf, Loki, our new subs, Mechor24, Cardinal, Buka, um, as well as Malgus, Psycho Smurf, Arjar, Opie, Zoef, Savardius. Thank you guys for the resubs and thank you guys for the new follows and uh, guys, hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. We'll make sure to get this up on YouTube as soon as possible. And do you have the SoundCloud version of the uh, last one up yet, Darren? Of the last what? Podcast. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I have that up in the town hall. All right. He's going to make sure it's up before he leaves to come here for this one. Anyways, guys. This one? Oh, yeah, for sure. Just want to make sure... Uh, don't forget to uh, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, website, all the things. Links are right there. Also, links are down below. Changed up some visual stuff. Uh, simplified some of the, the support and, and follow and all that. Anyways, links and all that are down below. Make sure to click that follow button as well. That way you guys get email notifications. And, uh, yeah, just want to say thank you guys for uh, showing up. 155 people here. Heck yes. And, uh, we'll, uh, well, you'll see me tomorrow. And you won't see me Friday because I'll be going down to my family's house. I have my Spartan race this weekend. So I'm going to get muddy and wet because I've never been not wet. Someone was like, oh, are you going to be uh, supposed to be like 31 degrees when I start? 31. Yeah. That's you know, it's fun. raining a lot when I'm out there. Hey, you know, it is. What I it like is. rain. It'll be cool. Hey, I think let's send people to uh, the MRBC match. Is that yeah. uh, what's going down right now? RJ? RJ Base is hosting my the MRBC. It's uh, my Twitch is messing up. SJR versus SRS. Yeah, we'll, we'll get the link in chat for you guys. Anyways, just want to say thank you again for everyone out there. Hopefully you guys have had a good time. Let's go ahead and give a quick uh, shout out to all of our listeners, new and old, our uh, Patreons, our Twitch subs, our supporters, our uh, viewers on YouTube. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed this conversation. And of course, thank you guys uh, in chat for uh, being awesome. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you all. It's been a pleasure. Phil and I have been having a ton of fun doing the podcast again. I guess we needed a little break or whatever. Need to get some inspiration. You guys are our muse as tonight was you know, clearly evident. Uh, all the questions came from you. We appreciate it. I will see you. Phil and I will see you Tuesday next week. Phil, see you tomorrow. I'll be around, obviously, the rest of the week. Um, and, yeah, that's it. Thank you all for the subs tonight. Thank you for the follows. And let's be sure to jump on over to RJ Bass's uh, channel. Check out the MRBC match. 
And of and... course, guys, don't forget, if you want to support us here on NGNG TV, there's a few ways you can do it. You can check out, become a sub. You can uh, shop on Amazon through our affiliate link. You can uh, leave a donation. You can go uh, just hang out and chill. You can check out our Patreon page. All the things, all that information is down below and in the chat. That was for Phil. Anyways, guys, this was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. Signing off for tonight. This is Phil. This is Darren. Until next time, MechWarriors. Shout out to Cornite. 18 Core months in Resub months. Thank you, sir. And we'll sign off with that one. Good night, Mech Bros. <laughs>